Welcome to Digest and Invest, the podcast from eToro that brings you the top financial stories and discusses their effects on the markets. This podcast is for educational purposes and should not be taken as investment advice. Make sure you understand the risks involved in trading before committing any capital and never risk more than you're prepared to lose. Past performance is not an indication of future results. And now onto the podcast. Hi everyone, I'm Dylan Holman and joining me is seasoned trader Henry Ward who has over 10 years experience in the markets. Hello everyone, how are you? This week we'll be discussing EasyJet, Airbnb and Duffery. Henry, first thing first though, how's the week been? Yeah, the week hasn't been too bad at all. We've um, Yesterday we've had a huge movement on the likes of Aussie. We've had a, a really nice pullback on the likes of the likes of the Nasdaq because of the, the treasury yield and what was going on with that. So we've pulled back to a nice level. And let's see how that plays out now over the next week or so. Crack on with topic one then, which is EasyJet. So they've seen their share price fall by more than 65% since the start of 2020. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, no, EasyJet hasn't hasn't done extra hasn't done well over this particular time. No, not at all. And as you say, we've it's been a pretty bleak, um, pretty bleak year for for them and for any travel, whether it's aviation, whether it's travel, whether it's any of that sort of stuff. Um, but we are slowly, we are slowly starting to get the the signs of recovery. We've had when when Britain was announced that it was had this um, roadmap. All of a sudden, a lot of stocks actually took a, a pretty big jump there, and some of them were up fifty to sixty percent from from there. Again, we then have the the long term return back to where they should be. Yes, absolutely. But if you look at it, um, there are some negative stories out there. So TUI yesterday has announced that it's closing down loads of its high street doors. So there, it is it is pretty bleak for the likes of these. And yes, things haven't been good, but it depends on whether they have enough cash reserves to actually come out the other end, if that makes sense. Yeah, you talk about the roadmap and, you know, a couple of weeks ago, everyone was booking their summer holidays. And then uh, front page of the news earlier this week, all of a sudden, this no flying to Europe has been extended again. So it's, it's topsy-turvy for the airline industry, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's up and down all over the place. And and this is this is is good for traders, okay? Because people talk about volatility. I, I, that, that word infuriates me. It's like, because we want volatility as a trader. Okay, that's we want movements. We want the market to jump one way, then the other way. The problem is, is that what happens is people generally try to guess the direction and invariably most traders get it wrong. Now, and why the likes of the, the, the markets have sort of dropped over the last couple of days. So if we look over the last seven days, the market has dropped 16% is, is why it's because this mutation strain of COVID. Problem is, is that Europe is now going into another lockdown, whereas Britain is slowly being eased out of it. If we look across Europe, we're probably just behind Israel, where we're the, the highest vaccine rate across mainland Europe. So the, the thing is, is that we're doing well, even though we're looking at the country and we're going, oh, this has been handled really, really badly. But there is some light in the tunnel. But over the last seven days since that has been announced, yeah, the stocks have dropped massively again. One thing that's always going to remain is that Brits do love a summer holiday. And so... <laughs> uh, EasyJet's always going to have uh, demand when things get back to going. So is it just a, a waiting game or is now potentially a good opportunity? But it, it, it comes down to their cash reserves. And this is where people have to go and have a look. We have to have a look at uh, what is their worst case scenario. Is the worst case scenario that they have enough cash reserves for another three months? 
Is it six months? Is it a year? Is it 18 months? Is it two years? And that that will tell you a huge story about the likes of the likes of EasyJet and whether it is a good investment long term. So if they have enough money in the cash reserve there to to last them another two years of with, with no flying or even flying at the same rate we have in 2020, then this looks like a good long term trade. Yes, because it it will continue, it will grow. And as we know, we all love holidays. I was actually just talking to someone today about it the minute uh, we were talking about the long weekend the long uh, Easter holiday weekend then we're going oh normally I'd be going away for that weekend but again at the moment we're we're in lockdown and we we probably won't be going anywhere but the minute we're let out and the minute uh, we're we're allowed to travel somewhere I'll be gone (laughs) (laughs) we're talking about cash reserves that nicely leads on to our second topic which is Duffery So this is a retailer which operates more than 2,400 shops at places like airports, cruise liners, seaport, and other kind of tourist locations. Now, they have been burning through their cash reserves and have beat government support to kind of ride out this pandemic. Um, And so how has their stock price been affected by what's been happening? Yeah, look, Duffery haven't haven't done massively well. It's like you say, they're they're the likes in in the duty free. They have an awful lot of lot of office places in in the likes of there, where most of these airports have now either closed down or they're rather reduced to about 15 to 20% footfall coming through, which means then that the, the sales of their are predominantly duty-free is has dropped like a stone, which means then that their share price has also dropped as well. Now, the latest news from the current setback is uh, their sales are, are, are of recorded 47% across Europe. So it means it's a huge drop down in, in sales over that period of time. So uh, as we look at it, it's not, it's not great. It's not, it's not something that is looking good good for Duffery at the present moment. We have them as a hot topic for this podcast. And so is that based on the fact that when things go back to normal, there's a potential good upside for this company? Yeah, so it's it, it's come up on the it's come up as a hot topic, and uh, Dylan, you're you're a hundred percent correct, and I'm giggling as you're as you're saying it. Since April, since the bottom of coronavirus, this is now slowly and steadily gained. The the price has gained by about seventy or eighty percent in that time. So it has steadily gone up. Now, one of the one of the good things about the likes of this is is that they have sort of pulled a lot of dead weight they have they've now pulled a lot of stuff that and they've they've actually made some changes to make streamline the business and make the business a little more profitable and that's one of the big things and what a lot of companies have had to do to stay to stay viable and stay afloat through this time so what they've done is they've culled a lot of the dead weight they've sorted out re they've refinanced with contracts with them so that means then that they have they're not paying rents while there's no stores being opened there's no one traveling so what they've done is they've they've done a little bit of finances and they have they have sorry they've slowly sort of done some some good things to actually get back on the right track but is this stock a, a good buy price for me it, it, it's 70 quid at the present moment it's a little bit over overpriced now the good thing with the likes of Duffery is there that we are now seeing a bit of a pullback across the market which means then if this drops between 30 to 50 percent where it is now for me this would then be a nice cheap stock to buy. Once we are back up and running, once we do start going back in, there will be a, a surge on people going and traveling. So for me, this is potentially a nice stock once we have a little pullback because it is at $70 now. If it pulls back to say anywhere between $50 to $35, it, it to me looks like a, a nice buy at the moment. 
Okay, well, let's move on to our third topic, and that's Airbnb. So we've talked about two companies which have had a difficult year. Airbnb, interestingly, has had a stock price which has risen. What's happening with Airbnb, which has been so positive? Yeah, so it's risen to two hundred dollars, which is which is which is brilliant. And um, if you look at it, it it IPO'd at the end of December, but from the beginning of um, twenty twenty one, this is this is this is sort of skyrocketed. It IPO'd at sixty eight dollars, which is a two hundred and twenty four percent rise um, wow. to their to their price now. Yeah, this has been one of the success stories of twenty twenty one. So. And as we touched on earlier, the fact that travel to Europe is looking less likely this summer, or at least it's been pushed back when we can start going to Europe, that means that staycations is the new way forward. And that's only got to be a good thing for Airbnb, I would have thought. Yeah, on the on the first looks, I suppose, not very good because, um, uh, for instance, I was supposed to be going to um, the European... Um, finals this year and I was well, actually last year and we actually rented out a, a house with Airbnb so on first glance you're like well there's no one traveling to these countries they're not going to use the likes of Airbnb but then when you think about it you're going well I want to go on holiday I'm not allowed to leave the country so well I'm now looking at Scotland I'm now looking at Wales I'm now looking at at a staycation whereas I'm now looking at going do I really want to go into a hotel and actually share with loads and loads of people or will I go to a a rent out a house on my own which means then uh, I'm I'm staying away from everyone I'm still sort of say quarantining as much as I can away from everyone else and it's a sort of a win-win situation at the present moment isn't it? Yeah, we've actually just booked an Airbnb down in Poole for a week. So I'm completely aligned with that. And I can see why the share price would be going up. Poole is very, very nice. Down, Have a walk down by the, the sandbanks. That's it, yeah. Well, I've actually got a, a run that I'm doing, a 100k run. Ah, that uh, I'm does sure you'll be there at the start line with me then, Henry. That, that, that does not sound like a, a holiday. <laughs> um, okay, so with Airbnb, it's had a great year. Um, as you said, it's risen 200% since its IPO price. And so as an investor, is this something that has potential to, to continue to grow or are we likely to see a bit of a pullback? Look, I, I don't envision much of a pullback on the likes of, of the likes of Airbnb at the present moment. It's like you've just said that staycation is it would it start it's it's we're going to come into the summer very shortly, and this staycation is now going to just start taking off. People are now booking holidays or staycations around the UK, so they're actually everywhere is not booked up. And um, for the summer and then we're all sort of hoping then by the end of the year so September October we can actually go on a warm holiday somewhere but and, that, and that's the thing so I expect Airbnb short-term stock to continue rising and then if we look at long term again if if we continue if Airbnb can continue delivering what they're delivering for people it's going to have a whole new audience that have never used them before you have people who would who would ideally just go to a, a likes of a hotel and stuff like that. Whereas now your people are going to an Airbnb and actually renting out the full house or the full flat and stuff like that. Whereas it just means that their audience is just going to get bigger and and if they can cater to this and and, and do it well, they should have massive recurring business because of it. So this is this is pretty good short term and long term for Airbnb. 
Exactly. So there, there is a good opportunity, but with that, with everything, we don't know for sure. Yeah, that's the idea. And that's why we put a little bit of intelligent investing. So out of the three of them, the one that would be a strong buy would be the likes of would be likes of Airbnb. The other two would be a tentative buy, but we needed to drop back to a level where there's a little more value in it because the all the other two have risen because of the the, the corridor that Britain had laid out. And now the other two have dropped massively over the last seven days because of the ban on flying to Europe, because of Europe going into lockdowns. So with that in mind, then Airbnb would be out of the three, the, the top investments in, in my opinion. And again, it is my opinion. Make sure you go and do your own research and have a look into them and make sure you're looking at the P&L and, and what the offerings are on all three of them. Is it a good idea to invest all within one sector or I imagine it's better to be much more diversified across different industries. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It just, it just, what it, it just goes to show anyone, and I'd say anyone, most investors at the moment are heavily invested in tech. Now, if you're listening to anyone that's heavy in tech, they're absolutely crying at the minute. Why? Because the Nasdaq, the tech, the tech sector has had a massive drop. Now, there was two sectors that had done extremely well over that over that last month. And one was travel and the other was finance. So if you can go into different sectors, one of the sectors will probably be doing badly and the other one will probably do good. And the idea is, is to diversify the portfolio and then have a portfolio that's taking over. And then when the world comes back to back to a normal normality and when everything is up and running, the idea is hopefully then both sectors are then going in the same direction and doing well together. But at the moment, yes, diversification is one of these things that we should definitely have. Great. Well, that's it for this week's podcast. Is there anything else that people should be watching? Well, look, the the, the stock market, the Nasdaq tech, that's that's for me is where the, it's at at the moment. We're just looking to see, uh, is this now the beginning of the, the new phase one or is this just a false, a false move? So we've had the big drop over the last month and now we've had the signs of, of movement. We've had a, a cycle into the into the upward trend so let's see if this is now the beginning with the likes of the stimulus the checks that are going to be the helicopter money coming out all that will that mean another influx of retail traders into the market and we'll we'll see what happens thanks everyone for listening to this week's podcast you can learn more about the markets on henry's weekly webinar which can be found by typing in etoro trading school on google thanks very much thank you everyone bye-bye You've been listening to Digest and Invest by eToro. For more information, visit eToro.com.